She opens it, looks inside, closes it. Blinking lights illuminate the pathway. Get it? Yes. Then give it. She takes a breath. 7.30 a.m. He walks from the entrance on York Street, totally bypassing the correct entrance on 67. When I'm prepared for rain, it never does. Imagine this place I'm standing. Imagine we're just right there. This is Active Listening, a new dramatist's podcast series that invites the resident playwrights to experiment with story, intimacy, and immediacy through sound experiences. This initiative was born of the questions that became urgent as our pandemic lockdowns began. What are creative alternatives to gathering together in rooms? What might a play for the ear sound like? Each episode is written and recorded by a different resident playwright. This episode features work by C. Julian Jimenez, who writes, I was playing with the idea of fragmented memory and how our bodies cope with stress and eventual grief. This is Horny Orderly by C. Julian Jimenez. 7.30 a.m. He walks from the entrance on York Street, totally bypassing the correct entrance on 67th. As he's walking through the hospital, he meets his cancer-ridden mother, An orderly passes by him and they exchange glances. They've exchanged glances there before for his mother's lung surgery. The orderly is a short, balding, white-haired man. Hair that looks like snow. Small belly with a long torso and short legs. An attribute that normally freaks him out, but somehow on this man, it was endearing. They both check each other out and keep walking. Five seconds later, they both look back at one another. The orderly quickly turns around to follow him. He rounds the bend in the hallway, walks about 20 steps, and turns back to see if the orderly was following. Affirmative. The orderly grabs his crotch suggestively as they both walk. He enters the waiting room and sees his mother sitting patiently waiting for him. He sits down next to her and greets her. Hey, Mom. He can see the orderly waiting for him with his heart on bulging through his scrubs. He smiles and enjoys the attention. He continues to check to make sure his horny orderly is still there. He's not. He's gone. Fuck. 8 a.m. Mom watches him eat breakfast that she paid for. He has horribly processed eggs with hot sauce and one hash brown. They are not very hot. In fact, they are ice cold. He considers having more, but this was the day that he promised to eat right and begin his weight loss program. How many points was that, his mom asks. He never finishes the eggs. 8.15 a.m. Mom checks in for her Metaport surgery. She changes. He sits with her. Sister Eileen comes in and introduces herself not remembering that she has met his mother several times before. She asks his mother if she would like to pray. Would you like to pray, she asks. His mother, of course, says yes and closes her eyes. He, being an atheist, looks down, feeling Sister Eileen staring at him for a while. She calls on the power of Lord Jesus Christ. Perhaps she is thinking he is upset about his mom, or he doesn't believe in God, or quite possibly all faggots go to hell. Nevertheless, he stares straight down onto the commercial-grade carpet, 
One Hail Mary won't kill him, he thinks, until one full rosary later. 10.15 a.m. Rosemary, the nurse, cannot find his mother's vein. Sticks are bad. His mother yells out in pain. He sticks her again. His mother yells again, nearly in tears. She apologizes and calls over Nurse Larry to do it. Not confident in his sticking abilities, unlike the horny orderly, he says, I'll get the head nurse. Head nurse is called. Head nurse finds the vein without even looking. Success. His mother goes to the bathroom, complains about no hot water, and the nurse is having three patients at once. Also complains about her goddaughter possibly being malnourished. All she eats is goldfish, she screams. He holds his tongue about the eating habits she instilled in him and his obese sister. No need to get her upset before surgery. Where did that orderly go? 10.35 a.m. His mother goes in. They stick her again. 10.45 a.m. He leaves to go to the waiting room. Before he does, he walks up and down the hallway a few times looking for a last call with the horny orderly. He runs up and down the hallways, passing every sad and anxious soul in this godforsaken den of lethargy and sickness. It's cold and sterile like a brisk and blustery January day, but somewhere dressed all in white is his middle-aged rosebud peeking out of a cold snow-covered lawn. It's a January day in the hospital, but out in the world, it's spring. It's everything that this den of illness is not. There is beauty out in the world. There are reasons to not want to curl up in the fetal position and wail at the top of his lungs. Spring is everything. Spring is what he needs. It's the beginning of new life and needs. He has to have him, he decides. He must fuck the orderly to save his mother. To save himself. But where the hell did he go? He cannot find him, but is wet, thinking about fucking in a hospital linen closet, letting this impish snow-haired orderly enter him, getting pricked, trying to find a reason not to hate Memorial Sloan Kettering, feeling an urge to suck a really big dick soon, having sexual thoughts about every man with a beer gut in the waiting room. 11.45 a.m., his mother is out of surgery. 12 p.m., His father arrives and kisses him hello. His father has a beer gut. 12.12 p.m. He jerks off in the handicapped bathroom. 12.17 p.m. He washes his hands and exits the bathroom without a word to the nurse, the sister, his mother, father. 12.20 p.m. As he walks out of the main entrance, he passes by his horny orderly. He smells of cigarettes and semen. They lock eyes for just one moment, and they are madly in love. He nods to the horny orderly and walks out into spring. You just heard Horny Orderly. It was written, sound designed, and performed by C. Julian Jimenez. Music was Eric Satie's Nocien No. 3, rendered by La Pianista.
Active Listening is a project of New Dramatists and is produced by Corinne Keithley-Sires and Melissa Tian. More information on the series and a sonic visualization of each episode can be found by going to newdramatists.org slash active listening. New Dramatists is one of the country's leading playwright centers and a nationally recognized new play laboratory. Its mission is to provide playwrights with time, space, and resources in the company of gifted peers to create work, realize their artistic potential, and make lasting contributions to the theater. Active listening is made possible with generous support from the Venturist Theater Fund of the Tides Foundation.